Hello, hello. I almost said good morning because it's very early where I am. I'm actually leaving for Sedona today, but maybe it's not morning where you are. I'm all, well, mostly packed and uh, I'm going to be traveling along my local space Sunline, which is always a good one. I'm going to spend a few days on my Jupiter line in Albuquerque. And then I'm going to settle for a month in Sedona on my Neptune descending line. A line that's given me some challenges in the past, but I'm really excited to work with it with more intention and uh, to utilize it for its many gifts, like working on my uh, deeper connection to my intuition for some healing work that I'm doing and my own healing. So that's what I'm up to. So I'm up very early finishing up some work before I get on the road and I wanted to record a quick little podcast about kids and human design. So I am not an expert in conscious parenting. <laughs> I don't have children. Uh, I want to be fully transparent about that, but I do have some opinions about uh, the things that I think are missing from the education system in general. Um, the education system is geared towards certain types of people and the way that it's structured doesn't necessarily serve other kids. Um, it's pretty void of mental and emotional hygiene and help and education and support. There's not a lot of mindfulness, although there are a lot of programs popping up that are amazing. Uh, there's not a lot of talk about stress management. There's not a lot of talk about sex education. Uh, and that sex education is not very holistic. doesn't include pleasure, for instance. Um, there's not a lot of conversations about financial literacy. You know, I took a lot of crazy math classes in my AP courses in high school and in college that I couldn't tell you how to do half of those things now, but uh, no one discusses like how to balance your checkbook or balance your books or create real prosperity in your life or make investments. Um, so there's a lot that's really lacking and part of what's lacking is really honoring the uniqueness of, of individuals and uh, trying to utilize the tools that we have to to like figure out a kid's energy and how it operates and how they're they're meant to kind of be in the world and to flourish uh, because we come into the world with vast amounts of intuition and uh, wisdom and uh, and a lot of that is stifled by the way that we move through society and so when Ra founded Human Design, he really talked about the fact that it was for kids, you know, it was for the next generation and like how amazing could it be to, to be raised with much less conditioning. I mean, there's always going to be some, but to teach them to listen to their bodies and to understand their energy and what their energetic needs are and what their strategy and authority are and how they're designed to make decisions and what they need to empty out and not hold on to. Like all of those things can be 
extremely powerful. And as adults, we get the benefit of human design. And we're also like working reverse engineering it. You know, we've already taken on most of us a lot of conditioning that we're trying to unpack. So I wanted to start by reading this quote from Ra. It says, if you raise your children according to their nature, they're not going to have to get into the deconditioning business. They're going to work through their life, being able to see how to make decisions correctly as themselves. It's not about hammering them. I don't propagandize my children. I never have. It's not about that. It's not about trying to be the great positive conditioning force. I want to be there to be able to remind them of their uniqueness. This is my job. If I can constantly remind them of their uniqueness, if I can reward their uniqueness, if I can provide them with keys that are necessary for them in making decisions in their life, I've done a great job because that's the whole point. So kid readings are some of my favorite readings because I I love the idea of working with these things from the beginning. And obviously it's very different. I mean, I kind of consider anyone pre their first Saturn return, um, still in their childhood in some ways, because, and I'm not saying you're a child if you're in your twenties, but your first Saturn return really ushers you into adulthood. And there's all of this pressure on kids to figure out what they're supposed to do, quote unquote, with their lives, what their purpose is really early on, you know, and I would really like to take some of that pressure off. I mean, I think purpose in general is becoming a buzzword that is is becoming a little bit detrimental like so many people feel like they're lacking in some way because they don't quote unquote know exactly what their purpose is and you know there is a lot of support in your chart and in human design towards because okay let's back up a lot of people associate their purpose with their career. And that's not always true. Sometimes your purpose, oftentimes, more times than not, your purpose is about who you are in the world, not what you're doing. Although there are a lot of clues, if you're looking for support and what you're meant to be doing, you know, in your midheaven, in your conscious sun, in your unconscious earth, in your unconscious Mars gates, like there's a lot of support and help in your 10th house uh, for kind of determining what would be aligned for you. But purpose is often about, you know, helping people have greater self-esteem or bringing more love to the world or or whatever. And those things are not necessarily tied to your job. Maybe you're an amazing friend. Maybe you're an amazing parent. We have no idea. And we have no idea how many lives we touch that we have no concept of. Um, So I I really feel like in general, I want to take those stories off of the stress around purpose. And so early on in life, like so many people come to me and they're in their 20s and they're really stressed because they feel like they haven't figured it out yet. Um, Maybe they're not supposed to have it figured out yet, you know, 
before pre-Saturn first return, we're kind of all in a three-line phase. We're kind of all trial and error and experimenting and figuring a lot out. Even after my 30s, I changed quote-unquote careers again. Uh, and the, the world is moving towards more of that flexibility. It's not the same place where you like figured out what you were supposed to do and then you did it for the rest of your life. There is more acceptance around evolution and and changing your your path so that's the first note obviously yeah if someone comes to me for a reading for their kid uh it would be a little you know if we're talking about a kid that's 18 or over then that kid would have to come to me i don't uh i don't do readings without consent of of what would be considered a legal adult. So, but littles, I have a lot of parents come to me for various readings, whether it's like a blueprint or they just want to know their variables or they're just looking up their energy type on my site because they're curious how to support their energy. There's lots of ways to get started with supporting kiddos. And I wanted to talk today about some of the main ways and things that I look at when it comes to doing that. If you're a member of the collective, there is a handout in the Connections Workshop that is all about supporting the VIPs in your life. But when I first crafted it, I really was putting it together for parents trying to support their kids. So if you're a collective member, you have access to that. But these are the main things that I would kind of dig into. And then um, it would still be dependent on age, what I focused on and what I thought was most important. You know, it's going to be different if the kid's 10 or the kid is one. Um, and also what's going on with the kid. Like some parents come to me and the kid is struggling in some way. And so then, uh, I will hone in on that focus. But first big thing is obviously their energy type, their aura. Like how is their energy meant to operate in the world? How are they meant to move? How are they meant to uh, sleep? What fears might come up for them based on their energy type? You know, if you have a generator kid, teaching them how to respond really early in life can be really helpful. If you have a projector kid, really inviting them to share and showing them recognition before they seem to need it, uh, can be really powerful. Manifest your kid, you know, making sure that you're giving them a lot of autonomy and independence and trust. So there's lots of ways that we can work with an energy type to really support the kid. Also teaching them their strategy and authority very early on. Again, if you have a sacral kid, then teaching them how to listen to their gut, letting them make and encouraging the sacral sounds, the ahas and the ahas, rather than, you know, trying to get them to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, which we could still have polite kids, but we just don't want to condition out of them those intuitive sounds that come naturally. Um, asking them yes and no questions all the time so they can feel into that. Starting from the very beginning with any kid in working with their authority to get out of their mind and into their body. 
you know, even if they have an outer authority, uh, teaching them to listen into their body when they speak and like feel into what feels right for them. If they have a splenic authority, teaching them to listen to those lightning bolt urges and, and to trust their intuition. I would also look at early lessons from their profiles. I would also look at the gifts that come from their defined centers, but mostly the vulnerability they have in their open centers and how to work with emptying them out. Um, this can also help majorly with sleep. You know, if you have a generator or especially a man gen kid, those kids need to run out their energy uh, every day. Even though they have definition in their sacral, they need to use it up. Um, so we would talk about specific ways to work with their open centers. How they learn is a big one. So you may have a kid like me. I'm a quad left. The education system, while I do think the, all of those things I mentioned above uh, or before, above, before and more um, are needed in our education system and lacking as a whole, the way that the education system is formatted and the kind of linear nature of it was built for people like me. It was not built for a quad right. So you may have a kid who would benefit from one of those nature schools early on or a Montessori program or something that's a little bit outside of the box. Homeschooling even. Uh, we can look at their variables. So this one is a little bit maybe, I wouldn't say controversial, but there are different opinions on it. The intention of the variables was to be really post for Saturn return. However, I find them to be incredibly useful early on. It's a little bit different if, say, you as a parent have a different environment than your kid and or the same environment, and you can't honor both in some situation and the kid is healthy, then I would say to honor your environment first. But where we can, and there are lots and lots of ways where we can honor, especially, you know, I don't really look at the um, personality arrows until later on in life, uh, but the body arrows, the determination and the environment, I for sure look at for kids. You know, if you have a caves kid, it's important to know that they need a sense of security in their space, that they need to sit at the back of the room in the classroom. If you have a mountains kid, it's important to know that they need to get away and like recalibrate on their own. If they are escaping to the room to listen to records, that's actually a healthy thing for them. If you have a kid with calm determination, they need a really serene environment to take in their nutrition whenever possible. If you have a cold kid, breastfeeding is not ideal for them. And that doesn't mean that you can't give them breast milk, but you might want to pump and, and then give them breast milk that is below body temperature. So there's lots of ways that you can support your kids 
through their variables and I always look at that. And then there's other things that I would look at in their natal chart depending, like I said, on what's going on. I most likely always look at their moon and what their emotional needs are. Um, so yeah, those are some of the things that I would dig into and I hope someone finds that useful and if it feels overwhelming, you can always schedule a reading or or order a blueprint uh, from the field guides on my site or just start slow, you know, just there are the free energy type workshops and every newsletter I send out, just listen to your kid's energy type workshop, especially if it's different than yours and see how you can begin to honor their energy in the world.